0: dual wireless charging pads, so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever.
0: On this episode of the Heat Check, it's uh, we're recording this Sunday night, so anything that happens on Monday is not going to be discussed, so it is the first round of the playoffs and they are halfway through, damn, is there a lot popping around the league. And not just some incredible things happening with this Kings and Warriors series, we got news from all the series so that you're going to be caught up to start the week. My last hit from San Francisco, so let's get straight to it Nick, and do me a favor and then drop that same beat that should be Rihanna. Okay! I am sitting here in my hotel room about a mile from Chase Center. I am chilling after Game 4 of the Warriors-Kings game. And I have to tell you, that was one of the wildest, most thrilling games that I have seen in a long, long time. I can't remember an NBA game I've seen in person as good as that one recently. It was exactly the opposite of Game 3. Full of drama, big shots, runs by both teams, surprises everywhere. My God, that Steph timeout, which we'll get to, I'm sure, that wasn't a timeout, the Fab Five moment. You know, our dubs, the champions that they are, they pulled it out in the last second. Some would say they dodged a bullet. Uh, I would say that's just championship DNA coming back uh, to rear its beautiful head. Now we head back to Sacramento. We are tied 2-2. The series is everything that everyone wanted it to be, a dogfight, a dogfight between the team that the national media wants, the darlings of the national media, a.k.a. the Sacramento Kings, and uh, a veteran in what I think the NBA wants to tell us is an aging team, the, the last dance of the dynasty, and a team that knows how to win versus this young upstart team that's trying to rip out their throats. So, the overarching story, of course, was the return of Draymond Green. And I think after game three, people in the media were whispering and uh like hypothesizing what if Draymond Green came off the bench? Like, hey, the elephant in the room right after the game was was in the elevator, in the media elevator, like, hey, uh you think uh no, no, that's crazy. That's crazy. I don't know, man. It kinda feels like it's the right thing to do. Like they look pretty good out there offensively when there was just one non shooter out there. You think maybe, like, Looney or, like, Draymond come off the bench? And multiple days were going by, and that started to get louder and louder. And it turns out that Draymond Green saw the same thing that we saw. So he comes up to Steve Kerr, according to Steve Kerr after the game today, and said, hey, what do you think about me coming off of the bench? Steve Kerr was already thinking about that. And he was like, huh, that's an interesting thought. Haven't thought about that. He was thinking about that. And (laughs) Draymond said, listen, like, I didn't want to shake things up just because I came back from a suspension. That wasn't right. You know, Jordan Poole earned the right to be in the starting lineup. And I am not going to be one of those veterans that think that I'm entitled to the starting job. I'm back on the Draymond train, by the way. That... his performance today the way that he handles being a winner the way that he handles being selfless all the things that people accusing him of the opposite of I love him I do I'm back on I'm we me and Draymond are back on Looney of course was amazing uh he had four and 20 on 420 in game three but we've got not surprisingly Mike Brown had a plan and that was to move Sabonis out to the top of the arc to open up the spacing for them. And it definitely worked. Definitely worked. There's more open space, a lot more scoring. Looney was nowhere the force that he was on the rebounds. And that was much more typical Golden State game, right? A lot of big runs, threes, Draymond doing Draymond things. So another thing that I thought was really funny was that Draymond in this post-game presser, we're kind of going backwards here, but Draymond said... That Kerr called him on Saturday, and was like, "Hey, uh, I just want to make sure you're you're good with this decision. Like, how do you feel about coming off the bench?" And this is what Draymond said.
1: Coming into this game, I came off the bench. I went to Coach Kerr after the game. I told him right then, "I'm like, Yo, Coach, if I need to come off the bench, like, fine, like I'll come off the bench, no problem." And he's like, "Oh, I could almost caught him by surprise, like." He's like, oh. The one thing that I didn't want to happen was like, I come back and everybody's like, oh, this worked. Well, Loon comes out the starting lineup. That's bullshit. Like, that's bullshit. You're an awful fucking teammate if that's what you think should happen. Looney just had 20 rebounds, nine assists, dominated the game. You don't then go to him and say, hey, your reward is to come out of the starting lineup. That's, as a leader of a team, that's how you lose guys. Coach called me a day later and said, all right, this is what we are doing but you haven't, you haven't come off the bench in nine years. How are you in a playoff game? How are you gonna feel about that? I said, well coach, number one, who fucking cares? Who cares how I feel about that? Doesn't matter, feelings don't matter. You don't have time for feelings in the playoffs. You get caught in your feelings, you get caught on, on the, uh, the, the, the boat to Cancun. Number two, I feel great, I'm fine. I'm re- I'll be ready to go when it's time for me to go in. Big question is, do you keep coming off the bench?
0: I don't care. Draymond Green did not care. He was a beast. He shot a million times. And you know what? He was one of the most impactful dudes, even though he had a Trey Young like inefficient performance. Not today's Trey Young. Not today's Trey Young. Trey Young was pretty good today. Uh twelve, ten, and seven. Had a steal and a block, had some defensive plays and crunch time. He had a tech early, too. And you know what's funny? I I couldn't find this uh, part of the presser, but someone in the press conference room asked him about that tech, and he goes, wasn't that just beautiful? That was just poetic, wasn't it? You know what? I love that I got a tech. Why? Because nobody's going to change me. Not a suspension, not an ejection. You're not going to move me off my spot. I'm going to continue to play the type of basketball that I play no matter what, which I love it. He got into it with the Aaron Fox. Why? Because a Draymond Green hit Keegan Murray in the mouth. And it's like, yeah. Steph Curry didn't know that the team was without a timeout because here's what happened. So, offensive foul happened, and Draymond implored Steve Kerr to call a challenge. It was a moving screen, Kevon Looney on, I believe, Malik Monk. It was definitely a 300% a moving screen. They call a challenge. They lose the challenge. They lose their final timeout. Steve Curry doesn't tell the team, according to him, forgets to tell the team, hey, we are out of timeouts. 47 seconds left. Warriors up five. And Steph Curry is in the backcourt all by his lonesome, trapped. He's got to call the timeout. Oh, no. Warriors get the technical foul. Malik Monk hits the free throw. Sacramento ball. De'Aaron Fox, Mr. Clutch Time himself. Iso on Draymond. Hits a step back three. Oh my God, Kings only down one. Steph Curry, Bricks, Kings ball. Ten seconds. Time out. And then, here's where it gets tricky. They, they out of bounds play. Fox takes it in the backcourt. Takes them five seconds just to get down to the front court. And they trap Fox, Smart, Steph, and Draymond. Kicks out to Harrison Barnes. And Harrison Barnes misses uh, an open three on a closeout, which would have sent them into winning game four, going up 3-1, and would have been probably the most epic choke job in Warriors dynastic history. However, they do come out unscathed. Uh, and I saw this on Twitter, and I don't know if it's real, but uh, a lot of people said that Harrison Barnes continues to win Golden State Championships just by uh, being on another team. There is, It's just cold out here on these streets for Harrison Barnes. He wants it so bad. They buried him for so long after that 2016. You can tell. He's talked about it in multiple times in these pressers, too. But... Now we get a nice long break before Game 5 in Sacramento Wednesday night. Both teams have a lot to game plan for, but this is the best series in the NBA so far. And you know what? Kings fans are scared. Kings fans are terrified, as they should be. And our dubs, they feel more and more confident by the minute. The only other really good series so far has been the Knicks and the Cavs. Uh, it is now 3-1 New York after another great back-and-forth game. Uh, our man Donovan Mitchell wasn't good, was not good. Uh, Cavs came roaring back. Knicks blew the lead. Uh, Knicks benched Julius Randle. They bring in Obi Toppin, and then they put the boot on Cleveland's neck. Julius Randle, you heard that right, benched for Obi Ain't no stopping Obi Toppin but Tom Thibodeau. And you know what? Ari from Manhattan on Twitter summed it up for all Knicks fans when he said, Thomas Joseph Thibodeau Jr. really just benched Julius Randle for Obi Toppin in game four of the playoffs. I could literally cry right now. And it worked. They scored, outscored the Cavs by seven in the fourth in a game that they won by nine. Brunson had 29. RJ had 27. Cleveland... Garland did well on this team. He had a bounce-back game with 23-2-10. And And like I said, Donovan Mitchell was getting strapped. 11 points, 5-for-18 shooting, 0-3s. Terrible, 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 terrible. And also, they shut down 7th Street. It was a mass chaos party in the middle of Manhattan. Even one of the guys on Twitter said, you have five minutes to shelter in place if you are in this area because it is going to be a zoo, and it was incredible. It was incredible. Spider said this about the game: I played like shit. You're right, you did. And now we're wondering uh, what's going on with Randall. The benching is huge news. He looked pissed on the bench. He bolted the stadium. Did not talk to the media. And Tibbs and Brunson were out there selling Julius Love after the game. Thibodeau said of this.
1: Look, okay, Julius is our horse, you know, and like he—he—he's given us everything that he has, you know. Uh, a lot of guys would probably, would, you know, probably wouldn't even be playing. So I knew that with the quick turnaround, it would probably impact him more than uh, than you know most players. He, you know, he, he was out an extended amount of time. So, uh, you know, we—we we got multiple days here. Uh, before the, the next game, he'll, he'll get a chance to, to you know, get some recovery time. But I think that's a big part of it. So,
0: Basically, he's hurt. He shouldn't be playing. He's a hard rock. We had a very quick turnaround. What do you expect? His ankle is fucked. Uh, which kind of changes the perspective. Who knows? If he's really hurt, then he's just absolutely an Ironman for even playing at all. Brunson and Hart echoed exactly what Tibbs said.
1: Uh, Drew has been a leader since the day I came here. Um, what he's able to do while he's either on or off the floor has been incredible. Um, he's uh, he's been special. All he wants to do is win, and um, when he has that mindset, uh, it's just it's very contagious. And so um, he's been a leader, and uh, we're just we always got his back. And um, he just nothing he wants nothing else but to win.
0: Jalen Brunson, winner. Josh Hart winner. Julius Randle, uh, obviously a winner as well and what he wants to do. This is these are three leaders leading the charge. The Knicks are back, baby. Bing bong. I think the Knicks the Knicks win at Madison Square Garden in 6, baby. Just a few mo- notes about the rest of these series uh we'll get into them a lot more this week when they reach closeouts. Philly Uh, I mean, it was bing, bang, boom. Uh, The Nets are dead. Like, closed them out. Four games. Multiple players now on the trade block. Insane. In Insane shit. P.J. Tucker killed it. Daniel House, DeAnthony Melton. Listen, this is not a pushover team that they've been in the past. The Nets aren't great. We know that. uh, But have now lost 10 straight playoff games dating back to 2021. But a sweep for a team that was missing Embiid is... Very impressive. And now they get a full week off to get Embiid healthy for what will be not a walk in the park against Boston in the next round. Milwaukee Bucks, oh, they are in trouble, baby. Oh, no. they You know they're playing the Heat. It's not a great matchup for them without Giannis. Not something I would have said 10 days ago. They're down 2-1 to the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat almost, like, didn't make the playoffs. Giannis missed game three. We don't know when he's going to be back on the floor. Hopefully it's soon because uh, this is not a team that you can expect to have any title aspirations without their guy. Playoff Jimmy has arrived. Uh, He has single-handedly carried every single substandard player on his team. No one is there. Now that Tyler Hero is gone, and the team is still succeeding. Also, by the way, really sad news. Victor Oladipo. I believe the the final answer to his – he got injured last game, and I believe it was a tendon – yeah, a torn patellar tendon in his left knee, which, by the way, is the other knee that – his other knee was the one who got injured and he had a surgery on. So bad, bad stuff there. Crazy. The Heat lead the NBA right now in uh, offensive rating in the playoffs. Field goal percentage, three-point shooting percentage, just uh, – just like how they all drew it up, right? Just makes sense. Fourth from the bottom all year, and now they're just they're just snipers without Tyler Hero. You everybody would have predicted that, right? That's that's how it all went. Uh, Clippers are also on the ropes. Kawhi Leonard is injured; he's got a, a knee sprain. Phoenix is about to put the Clippers to bed, and Russell Westbrook is trying his very best to keep them from getting night night sleep mask. No Kawhi, no PG. When they were healthy, they were going to really make noise in the playoffs. Now they're down 3-1. Uh, I think they're going to struggle to get a game six. in the Suns. Good news, bad news. Good news, KD is doing KD things. Just a book, bucket, walking bucket. Booker, Booker's been really, really good too. The bad news is they're not destroying a team that does not have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. They are, uh, as Doc Rivers would say, playing with their meat. Um, and when you play with your meat your meat tends to bite back. Uh, Teams like Denver and the Lakers are not going to fuck around uh, in the next round, so 8 needs to find more consistency. Uh, KD needs to play less minutes. They need to finish this series off in 5 so they can get more time to get their ship in order. Uh, Denver thought they were going to sweep the T-Wolves, and they did not. Uh, This is going to be the least interesting series of the first round. I'm sorry, Minnesota. I don't want to see another game of this. You should just lay down and stay down. Uh, Barkley doesn't want to even talk about it. He said he was watching hockey on TBS. This game is boring as hell. I'm gonna be honest with you. After game one and game two, I stopped watching. So I don't have any insight. I don't have I just know Edwards is doing really well. I know he had thirty four, five, and five. I know he had two steals. We'll watch more of the highlights later. This is bad. I don't care. I don't care. Do you care? No. Let's move on then. The Lakers versus the Grizzlies. Could be very interesting. Uh, Lakers took it to the Grizz in Game 3. They have a 2-1 lead going to Game 4 at the Crypt. If they win in L.A., now it's problems. But there is a glaring 7-foot hole in the middle of their lineup named Steven Adams and Brandon Clark. Without those guys, they are getting manhandled. Dylan Brooks is now a comic book villain. Uh, He punched Braun in the dick. That is now the third dick punch in the playoffs. Who would have said that was going to happen? So many guys kicking dicks and punching dicks. Dylan Brooks is committed to now being this character. I think it is hurting his team. He was ejected. Um, Difference between Draymond and Dylan Brooks is Dylan's not getting suspended next game. So that's really interesting. Day after he called Braun old uh, and said, listen, like he's washed and I'm not going to respect him until he gives me 40. Uh, The Lakers ran out to a 35-9 first-quarter lead. So, yeah. The funny thing, just like Draymond, he was 3-for-13. Unlike Draymond, his team got his ass kicked. Dylan said now that even though he just had an article calling himself Dylan the Villain, now somehow it's us that's making him out to be a villain – This is what he said. The media is making me a villain. The fans are making me a villain. And that just creates this different persona of me. Sir, pause. You literally did an article with ESPN like three weeks ago about how you love to be the villain. You called yourself Dylan the Villain. Anyway, he says... Uh, So you think I intended to hit LeBron James in the nuts? I'm playing basketball. I'm a basketball player. So if I intended, and that's whatever it is in the flagrant two category, if you think I did that, then you that means you think I'm that type of person. Here's the thing, Dylan. You've already hit Donovan Mitchell in the nuts so far this year. So it's hard for us to just believe you don't mean to do it. This is going to be an awesome series. I hope it goes seven. I would not be shocked if it goes seven. But the Grizz need to get their shit together or it's done after basically next game. That's all the time that we have for this episode of the Heat Check. My voice is going. Check back Thursday for an all-new episode as we break down the playoffs. Do not forget to check the feed for past episodes and interviews. Uh, Please follow us on all the social platforms. Download, subscribe. If you have any friends that like the NBA, please tell them about the podcast. I think it's really good. I think it's different than other podcasts, and I would appreciate if you shared it. Every single one of those friends, I would like you to let them know. This heat check on TikTok, Instagram, Trista underscore Crick, Instagram, Twitter, you know what time it is. The heat check never sleeps, not even from the West Coast, not even at 11 p.m., a.k.a. 2 a.m. from the East Coast, not even when I have to work tomorrow. But we'll see you guys. Thanks for listening.